was time for this week's Letter to Hong Kong, which comes from Charles Mock, a legislator representing the IT sector. The following program is a personal view program. Just when many of us in Hong Kong are happily preparing for the coming of the Year of the Monkey, 300 workers of Asia Television are facing an uncertain future. With the station trimming down its broadcast to a minimum level, even ending its news broadcast altogether since Saturday. The oldest television station in Hong Kong, with almost 59 years of history in Hong Kong, may go off the air any minute now. To many of us who, to certain extent over the years, grew up with ATV or Red Diffusion television from 1957 to 1982, it is a sad moment of the passage of a part of Hong Kong's history. But to the employees of ATV, it is much more than that. Many of them have been working unpaid since December, doing all they could to keep the station on the air, while watching the company's owners and investors fidgeting around with a laid-back attitude, as if to say it is none of their business, and at the same time watching our government and broadcast regulators sitting there paying lip services, as if to say there is nothing that they can do. Certainly, ATV, by cutting its news programs or even going off the air before the end of its license period on April 1st, 2016, is going to be in breach of its license condition, and ATV will be still subject to fines and punishment by the regulator, the Office of Communications Authority, but that is not the most important matter right now. After all, ATV's major creditor, Wang Shen, has made a court application to liquidate the company's asset. With that, a likely scenario would be that the unpaid salaries of its staff might remain unpaid by the company's investors. We should, of course, condemn these deplorable and very possibly illegal acts of responsibility. But under layers of corporate ownership, shielding and protection, the bosses may very well get away with it completely. How much more bizarre can it get when the supposed major investor of ATV is identified as its major creditor instead and becoming the first in line to liquidate the company? Then we must ask, why wasn't there anything that our government and its regulator could do to prevent this almost inevitable outcome to ATV's employees and their families? Earlier this week, when asked about the plight of these ATV workers, the Secretary for Commerce and Economic Development urged other players in the TV industry to help offer them jobs. When I heard that cold and insensitive comment, I felt my anger swelling. How did these hundreds of ATV workers end up like this? What did our government do since it announced that ATV's free TV broadcast license would not be renewed back on April 1st, 2015? Nothing. What did this administration do to prevent new TV competition from getting their licenses so that they can invest and hire people? Well, everything. Indeed, this administration has done all it could to change the previously existing open sky television broadcast policy, overriding the decision of the professional regulator to bar Hong Kong television from getting its license and continued to fight the judicial review HKTV raised and even after 
the court ruled in favor of HKTV. This administration felt it was necessary to appeal the judgment to make sure we do not get a new TV station online soon. And now, the secretary in charge of broadcast policy is telling those other stations to offer jobs to ATV employees. What a shameless thing to say! As a matter of fact, what we are witnessing here is the perfect case of misguided public policy that has killed not just a few companies or their aspirations like ATV and HKTV, but a whole industry. Even after the long overdue decision not to extend ATV's license back in last April, what did the government do to prepare for the contingency of ATV not being able to last itself until April 1st of this year? Well, too little, too late. Like for the transfer of ATV's analog spectrum to LTHK, so that the remaining 400,000 households still watching analog TV only will not be left with just TVB. The government and RTHK are still just going through a tender process now to identify a service provider to help build the transmission network with less than two months to go before April first. Why such procrastination? But even more importantly, what about the digital spectrum held by ATV? One third of that has been assigned to Hong Kong Television Entertainment, which will start its broadcast service supposedly on April first. But both that company or our government has not offered us any idea of what the initial coverage will be or how users will be able to access its programs over the fiber network. There's still no word as to when that one third. Of ATV's digital spectrum assigned to it will be up and ready for broadcast. And what about the other two thirds of ATV's current digital spectrum? We will have to wait for the next one or two TV stations to get their licenses. And although we have at least three such companies waiting in the pipeline, including Fantastic TV, Forever Top, and the second application of HKTV, yet. Considering the pace of such licensing processes in recent years, it will probably take at least two to three years to get these precious public assets back in use again by anyone. Such is the sad state of our TV industry for Hong Kong—a total disgrace for an international city with certainly the commercial, financial, technical, and creative capacities, but stopped by government ineptitude and the hostility this administration holds against the media and any more outlets for speech and news contents that it feels it can't control. So, what can we do in the coming years? The government will launch a once again long delayed and long overdue consultation on the merging of our broadcasting and telecommunications regulations. It will be both an opportunity to right the wrong by eliminating the overriding power held by the chief executive to single-handedly dictate our broadcast policies, as well as a threat that more powers be consolidated in the hands of the chief executives, which we must oppose.